What's your favorite scary movie? where two LGBTs talk the horror movie of the week, real-life crime or events, and if the movie is worthy of being an honorary gay film. And yes, the titles are puns. I'm Elle. I'm Kate. Happy almost turkey day, everybody. Uh, if you celebrate that, which I don't blame you if you don't. Uh, but anyways, we uh, wanted to pick something for Thanksgiving that wasn't a Thanksgiving movie like last year. Um, and... By like serendipity, I, I the the film we did today I had never heard of until like a week ago, and we so I actually DM'd L last minute like hey can we change what we were gonna do because we had like this random eighties slasher we were gonna do that takes place on Thanksgiving, and Michael Kennedy who wrote Freaky was tweeting about this movie with Haley Bennett that uh takes place on Thanksgiving on like a college campus and I'm like it's it basically sounded kind of almost like. P2 vibes, but on a college campus with Haley Bennett. I'm all like, hello? Um, sign me the fuck up. Can we do this instead? Hell yeah. um, and it is called Christy with a K. Uh, it came out in 2014. I I truly had never heard of it. Had you, L? Not at all. Uh-uh. Like, what the hell, dog? Well, I'm, I'm glad I just randomly saw Michael tweet about it. And it's on Tubi. That's how I watched it. You can watch it for free. Um... But so, yeah, it's about this girl, Justine, who I she said, I'm what I'm assuming is kind of a preppy school because she's supposed to be the contrast. She washes dishes and is there on scholarship or work mm-hmm. scholarship or something like that. And her boyfriend's doesn't she doesn't want to go home for Thanksgiving with her boyfriend because her mom makes fun of her having a job, I guess. And yeah, she's and she can't afford to fly home. And so she's going to, the the plan was to stay with her gal pal, a roommate or friend that's there. They were both going to stay there together. But then plans change because her friend goes to Aspen at the last minute, as you do. Um, <laughs> and so she's left all alone on campus. And she gets stalked by these weirdos that she meets at a, like, convenience store. And it It's very, I mean, it's very beat for beat what you would expect with a setup like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, literally, like you're like, oh, what that that guard's gonna die. Oh yeah, the boyfriend's gonna come back and he's gonna die. Like yeah. there's just beats that are gonna be hit with a movie like with a home invasion movie like this. Um, but I thought the execution of it is kind of what makes it enjoyable and like how 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 she finally starts fighting back and how and like I I love Haley Bennett. I yes. um yeah <laughs> As, off off mic. You were like. What, what do I know her from? Oh, yes, Cyrano! Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I've had, like, a crush on her since music and lyrics. <laughs> like, it's one of those, like, very fruity. Anyways. Um, well, let's just get into it, then. That's the basic setup. Um, what did you think, Elle? I like the, like, I don't, I, it's kind of interesting that it's, like, a home invasion, but, like, the people behind it um, are just doing it to girls that they deem, um, cause they, like, it follows, like, a code cause they, um, yeah. are uploading these videos and pictures of the women that they are killing, um, 
to an underground website um, where they encourage their followers to kill Christy. Um, and they deem Christy being like a pretty girl who has it all. Um, mm-hmm. And they definitely like, because like, we know that she doesn't. Um, but they assume it because she goes mm-hmm. to the to the the convenience mart in her friend's beamer that she lets her take. Um, and, you know, they, she probably saw the hoodie that she's wearing, which is her boyfriend's, and he goes to, you know, the very preppy school. So automatically assume, oh, it's a rich kid who has everything that she wants. So they're like, yeah, we got to kill her. So like, that's where they're like, you're the one. And they, like, stalk her the entire time. Um I forgot, like, I was like, Ashley Green looks familiar, and then I had to, like, look up her, and I was like, oh, shit, she's a Twilight. <laughs> the range. The range, range of Ashley Green in this film. Yeah. That, dude, that fucking, that, I forgot to mention the opening scene and how dis- disturbing it is, because um, it, it establishes what these freakos do to girls, um, so that you know what Justine is in for. Or so they think. <laughs> yeah should also clarify that even if she was like a rich girl that doesn't mean they're justified in killing people oh, no. I don't think they know that <laughs> oh my gosh oh yeah so I wanna before I talk about what I liked I just need to I, it took me so long to get over this and to just get over like I it, it just became like you're overthinking this it's fucking soccer like this is just a slasher don't worry about it yeah. but the first part of like the big because this once this gets into motion it's basically one long chase sequence right yeah which i think is so cool but the first part of that chase really goes into the territory of like do these people have magical fucking powers or something that they are always directly on her tail always popping up out of nowhere directly like without any like time to find her when this is her college campus that she knows like the back of her hand and these are strangers from a convenience store so like from what i gather from the movie they picked her there they weren't like staking out the place they weren't showcasing the place or anything they didn't know that she'd be there alone maybe they assumed but it took me a while to just get over that i'm like how the fuck do they know exactly where she's gonna run to and hide on this giant campus um, it, it was my biggest problem with the, the Strangers sequel that happened. I'm like, they're all, this is this huge campground, and they are so... But I finally just had to, like, get over myself, you know, and be like, eh, whatever. Um, <laughs> because then once... <clears throat> once they all separate and, like, break off to look for her, that's when she's really able to fight back. And it takes... It takes more time to find her. But did, did that bother you at all, or is, am I just... Like, oh, insane? I just thought, like, when they cut off the communication, like, they obviously, like, also, like, hacked... I think they, like, hacked her phone and, like, tracked her by that. Yeah. So I, would, I wasn't thinking about it, because I was like, maybe they just oh! assume that she cha- they're, like, she's gonna go to try to go here, and, like, so they're, like, spread out. Um, Wait, how would they hack her... How'd they hack her phone? They hacked the... They hacked... What's his name's phone? Oh, the maintenance guy? <laughs> yeah, the heck the maintenance guy's phone. But not hers. I didn't even think of maybe they maybe they were. There's a lot not explained in this, which I I don't care about I think we get just enough motivation for them, like, oh these are freakos. I don't know. They're whistling the first verse of Jesus loves me over and over again. Okay. The <laughs> 
He never moves into the second part of the song. That also bothered me. This guy's crazy. He's just doing. He's just first line. First parts. First line. Um. Anyway, but yeah, I I got over it, and then once it gets to like the final act, that's when it was really like making it worth it. I think, in my opinion, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like I was like, oh, we're we're gonna fridge the boyfriend. We're gonna make her. Him the the catalyst moment for her to be like, okay, I've had enough. It's time to fight back. Yeah, what did what did you think about that? About like, like the fact that like instead of just like the motivation of like survival, like she was always in survival mode, but what really kicked her into gear to fight back was him dying. Like, I guess. What did you think of that? Uh, maybe she just snapped. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> that, that's not what I mean. I mean. D- did that work for you, or oh. was it necessary? Like, other people died before him. Yeah, like, I guess maybe it was... you know what I'm asking? Was... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think maybe because, like, she didn't know them, like, as personally as, like, you know, oh, she knew them on campus and they knew each other, but, like, this is, like, yeah. somebody she loved very much. Um, and, like... I th- I'd probably snap too, honestly, and just be like, okay, that's And good for her! Yeah, good for Ste- her! St- step on that gas pedal, girl. <laughs> <laughs> just ram that thing. Yeah, good good for her. I also admire any movie that has a Lana Del Rey remix in it that, for no reason, I think that was, yeah. that was another thing, one of the things Michael pitched about this, and when it came up, I was like, yes, blue jeans! You did recognize who played the maintenance guy, right? Yes, I did. (laughs) It's like Leo pointing. Good old... Him. Also, this is the second horror movie in a row I've watched where a dog shows up and I'm like, oh god. (laughs) Oh god. No, girl, not this. At least they didn't show it. I know. know. Yeah, they didn't show it on the last movie I watched where I had to watch a dog get eaten by a crocodile. And I was like, why are you showing this? Jesus. (laughs) Why, Toby Hooper? Yeah. <laughs> Eat the humans, I don't care. Toby! Toby, no! Yeah. Um. Yeah, anyway. I I just love that this basically turns into, like, a Home Alone situation by the end. Because it, that, <laughs> because she does know this campus, and she's, she has the keys somehow? Why not? <laughs> oh yeah, she stole them from the. She stole them from the maintenance stole guy. Them. Okay, okay. So you're you're just paying more attention than I am. But <laughs> <laughs> but I love I love That's okay. I also love th- this is a very like cut and paste movie. Like there were so many things established in the beginning that you knew were gonna come back. Like oh, oh like the swimming pool. Like oh, that there has to be a set piece in that swimming pool later. Or like the when she's in chemistry mm-hmm. class and she learns how to like explode shit at it. I'm like, well, that better come back. And it that paid off. I was giggling so hard when she finally used that little fire trick. Uh. Hell yeah. Just lit that bitch up with it. L- light her up. R.I.P. Alice from Twilight. <laughs> God. Yeah, so it's like it's pretty standard, but I think that kind of stuff stands it out. And I, I've, I've already revealed how gay I am for Haley Bennett, and I think she's a good little final girl here. I, one of my mm-hmm. mutuals on Letterboxd had like compared this to Your Next, but the thing about 
that that one is still just so unique. Like that's a girl who grew up on a survivalist compound, and so she's like, "Well, I'm yeah. fucking ready." This is a normal girl. I the way that Letterboxd, like the synopsis described it, I thought there was gonna be like something in her past that like helped her with this or something. Like she had already survived something, but that that didn't happen. She was just. This is just a normal girl, like, finding ways to survive and, like, being clever and outwitting these people that underestimate her. And I think that's kind of cool. Like, I thought <laughs> she has some very clever yeah. ways to trick them. And also the making fact that a... she jumped off of the roof of the library. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, girl, you're crazy. I'm like, you just kill me. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to jump right. off this roof. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, at what point would I be like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to outrun y'all. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm done. Probably the first moment. <laughs> She's braver than me. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> she was so mother for that, as they'd say on those culture pieces. <laughs> but, um... So, you found something where, unfortunately, the turnout wasn't as... as good. Yeah. We all go a little mad sometimes, haven't you? Yeah. Um, I was just looking up, you know, anybody that had uh, died on a school campus. Uh, and there was this girl, uh, her name was Jennifer Cave. Uh, this was back in 2005. Uh, she was 20, about 20, 21 years old. Um, she she moved to Corpus Christi, Texas in high school, and she was one of five girls in her family, and she attended school in Bishop, Texas before moving to Corpus Christi in 2000. Um, in 2002, she graduated from Mary Carroll High School in Corpus Christi, and in August of that year, she traveled to San Marcos, Texas to attend Texas State University as a finance major. She did drop out after one semester and worked at a restaurant in Austin, Texas, while briefly attending Austin Community College on Riverside Campus. She had begin to, began to work uh, for a law firm as a legal assistant, like the day that she was supposed to go in and start her full-time position was the day that she was killed. The man who killed her, his name was Colton Pitonoyak. Pitonyak, I think is his name. Uh, he was a finance major at the University of Texas at Austin. Uh, he was originally from Bryant, Arkansas in Greater Little Rock. He was uh, once in a rehabilitation program for drugs. In 2004, police found cocaine, prescription sleeping pills that he had unlawfully obtained and anxiety medication in his apartment. And he was also arrested for possession of illegal drugs. Uh, Petonyak had no previous record of violent crime, um, and authorities said that Cave and Petonyak had no previous discord before the murder. Um, he did have an ex that's named Laura, Laura Hall. Um, she lived in the area around Bandera, Texas with her parents, um, before Petonyak was re-imprisoned. Uh, she had plans to take the law school admission test so that she could become a lawyer, um, so on August 16th of 2005, Cave and Petonyak went to 6th Street in downtown Austin to celebrate Cave's new job. Cave and Petonyak went to dinner before she was murdered. Um, she died in his apartment at the Orange Street Condominiums and Rio Grande Street in West, Cam West Campus, Austin, Texas. 
Uh, Bill Bishop, a prosecutor in the Travis County, Texas government, said as far as murders go, this is a very clean murder. He shot her through the arm, bullet traveled into the chest, through the heart, pretty much killing her instantly. It was the post-mortem behavior that made it so grotesque. The mutilation was anger. It wasn't any effort to hide the body or get rid of the body. It was just playing with it like it was a toy. Um, she had been found in his bathtub by her stepfather, who came down uh, because the law firm had called uh, by the afternoon, and they, they called her mother, and they were like, hey, she's not coming in. Um, she's not answering her phone. And so they became worried, and originally the police said that they couldn't go in um, because they found out through uh, some of her friends that she had been seen with Patoniak and going to his apartment, and that's where they went, but the police couldn't go in without a warrant. And so uh, Sedgwick, who was her stepfather, managed to get in through an unlocked window um, and found her, and that's when uh, they got the police to go in. Toxology did conclude that during her death, Cave had alcohol, marijuana, and methamphetamine in her system. Uh, she was known for um, getting clean from drugs and then getting back on them. She was kind of on and off again, but she was trying to uh, get clean. Uh, on the day that Cave's body had been discovered, Colton Petoniak and Laura Hall escaped from the United States using Hall's automobile. They were found in Mexico uh, on August 18th, 2005, um, a Mexican SWAT team discovered the two in a Holiday Inn in Piedras Negras, a city on the Mexican-United States border across from the Eagle Pass, Texas. On August 23rd, 2005, the Mexican law enforcement drove the two to the border and their Mex U.S. Marshals arrested Petaniak and Hall left on her own. So, the legal outcome was this was that Petaniak was given a 55-year prison sentence, and he would be eligible for parole once 50% of his sentence has been served, at which time he will be about 51 years old. Um, and Jim Sedgwick said, as paraphrased by Harriet Ryan of Court TV, that there was only a two-and-a-half-year functional difference between the jury's sentence and the life term. In Texas, those sentenced to life are eligible for parole in 30 years. Hall was convicted in 2007 of tampering with evidence and hindering the apprehension of Petoniak. The former charge originates from the dismemberment of Cave's body, and she was sentenced to five years for the tampering and one year for hindering, with the sentence to, to be served concurrently. But that Hall's trial, like Petoniak's, in the end produced little understanding either of what really happened to young Jennifer Cave or especially why her supposed friends ended her life with such brutal emotions and unthinking cruelty. On February 19th, 2009, the Texas Third Courts of Appeals ordered resentencing. The court ruled that her sentencing hearing was unfair and Hall was released on bond. In 2010, a jury in Travis County, Texas, resentenced Hall to the maximum possible sentence, including prison and $14,000 in fines. The sentences to be served concurrently included 10 years for tampering with evidence and one year for hindering apprehension. She would get credit for two years that she'd already spent in confinement prior to the sentencing. And on Monday, February 8th, 2010, Hall was placed in county custody prior to her new sentencing hearing. And in August, she was taken to the state prison uh, system, the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. She was initially signed to the Plain State Jail. Uh, they denied her parole on October 28th, 2011. 
Um, she became eligible in 2012. As of 2013, Colton Petoniak is incarcerated in the Memorial Unit in Texas. Um, Hall was denied parole again in 2014. Uh, as of 2018, she was released on parole from prison under mandatory supervision, including GPS monitoring, and cannot return to Travis County or to make any contact with the Kay family until after the end of her prison sentence, which was in August of the same year. Uh, Cave's visitation was held at the Seaside Funeral Home on Monday, August 22, 2005, and the funeral was held at the All Saints Episcopal Church on Tuesday, August 23. Uh, she was buried in a private ceremony. And in 2008, Catherine Casey wrote, a book, wrote the book A Descent into Hell, the true story of an altar boy, a cheerleader, and a twisted Texas murder about the crime, which was published by HarperCollins. In 2011, 48 Hours on CBS documented the murder in the aftermath as well as the trial, focusing on Laura Hall in a special called 48 Hours Into Deep. And in 2020, a seven-part podcast called The Orange Tree, published by The Drag, which is an audio production house at the University of Texas, took a deep dive look at Jennifer's life, the trials, and the appeals. So, the girl that assisted with all this is... Um, out and she's but she's still like being monitored by cops and and uh the is obviously still going to be in jail i think he's going to be there for the rest of his life um but yeah they, they never said why um they killed her and i don't know if they ever will tell why because i think that both of them were probably on drugs at the time um, there are some people that have gone more in depth with, like, what happened and how Petoniak got the gun, and, like, some people believe that they weren't a couple, they were just, like, some lady, like, she got her drugs from him and they just happened to know each other. Um, but yeah, she was only, like, 20, 21 years old, so she was, she was a baby. She was real young. Poor girl. This is a, this is a horrible segue, but speaking of drugs, that just... <laughs> One of the things I wanted to mention. <laughs> Before, uh, the idea of uh, a character like being caught up in the midst of all this while like high and having to deal with that <laughs> when, she, when she comes to um, what's his name? Scott. Is it Scott? Yeah. And he's just like, I am yeah. so stoned right now. Can you please explain to me very slowly? <laughs> like, could you imagine having to deal with I think about that sometimes when I'm, like, having a drink in my home or something. Like, what if I was invaded right now? What the fuck would I do? Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, it's... that's why he does such stupid shit, too. Yeah. Like, goes outside. Oh, and Goes outside with a shotgun, like, macho man. Like, like he's John Wayne or something. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of luck that did you, dude. <laughs> Yoink. Did the... I felt... I felt... I just, I felt the most bad about um Wayne. I was like, sweet Wayne is gonna yeah. die, and he shouldn't. He's just doing his job. When he went outside, I was like, well, fuck. You know, like what? The fuck. You have someone out there for the perimeter. You stay inside, damn it. Oh well. R.I.P. Wayne. You deserve so much more. I know. But at least, so at least in this. In this movie, not in real life, but in this movie, she gets, she saves the day. She kills these people that so that they can't do this to anyone else. And apparently, like, 
infiltrates the network of these of this this deep web of people that are like killing girls across the nation, which is deeply disturbing. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, she like gives the info to like yeah. maybe even like the FBI and they just like start going like linking up all these other different shit. They're just like, oh, let's get these people. Or the deep web, get them all. Gotta get them. So, we'll move on to the third section of our podcast. Is this movie gay? You buy all your murder weapons at Home Depot? Got you much. Okay, so I have two. Oh. I have two things. I have I have two things. Number one, have you seen the poster of this? Yes. It looks like it's not at all what this movie is, but it looks like it's gonna be this like psychological, homoerotic, like always shine type of persona type movie between Ashley Green and mm. Haley Bennett. That's not what this is. But the poster's hella gay. No. Is what I'll say. The second thing is, I think it's very fucking gay or like coded, homoerotic even. To not to refuse to go to Thanksgiving with your boyfriend to stay back with your gal pal and have it with her. <laughs> <laughs> call, call me call me old fashioned. Call me crazy. Call me having my gay goggles on. But I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't know if you had anything else. <laughs> that was kind of yeah. That was pretty much. Uh, I was thinking along similar lines. So I was like, even if. Your boyfriend's mom is a catty bitch. <laughs> like, if you got to, like, go with your boyfriend to Thanksgiving, but you're just like, nah, because you just don't want to deal with that. She also will say like, I love you back yeah. to him. <laughs> like, like, oh, oh. Like, it just feels like hmm? it's screaming. It's giving compet. It's giving compet. Maybe that's why I didn't buy that his <laughs> death uh, was her final motivation to fight back. Yeah, we had to, we had to sit through some hat nonsense at the beginning of that. I'm like, okay, okay, Lucas mm-hmm. Till, okay, MacGyver, get out. <laughs> no, I I remember him from Walk the Line first of all, and then X Men. He just this guy just dies in everything. R.I.P. <laughs> just just kill him. Just ki- kill it. Just kill Table him. saw. Kill him. Kill him. So anyways, that's that's Christy. That's Christy for you. If you need a little if Halloween's not over for you and you want some Thanksgiving horror, I think this is a fun little Yeah. Not slasher, like home invasion. Campus invasion thing. It it really it, it I want a double feature at summer with P2 because it really gives me those vibes. Such vibes. There are vibes, yeah. Okay. So. We can wind down if you want. Unless you have any last words on Christy. Um, Haley <laughs> Bennett gave so much. She ate. She, like, she was so good. I feel like they need to put her in more horror movies. Yeah, well, she's in that movie Swallow that I've been meaning to watch. Um, Ooh. so maybe I'll finally jump onto that. She, she's this, like, pregnant woman that just keeps, like, swallowing inanimate objects. I you, you know, like you, you know, like you do. That's why it's called Swallow. Uh, yeah, I think she's great. I... Anywho, watch Cyrano. Oh, no. <laughs> shout out to her for like being a super athletic person so she can also like run all over this camp. Because uh-huh. I'd be like, by the second chase, I'd be like, I'm yeah. fucking dying. Yeah, she runs, she runs for fun in this movie. 
And utilizing the swimming pool to, like, drown a dude, like, yeah. go girl. And she, like, wolverines him with the keys. Yeah. And what, what, when she her. has those goggles on, it's like, oh, she means business now. Okay, something's going to happen in that pool. Oh, sh- She's going to get him. I also like that she took the bat and she's like, not more deadly. And then wrap nails. Yes. That was when I was like, oh, we're, we're in it. We're in it. She has a, a Negan bat now. Also, like, when she killed the last guy, the one that had, like, the aluminum foil mask, which I thought those masks, like, the only one that wasn't masked was Violet. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest of the guys were masked, but that she also, like, hit this dude in a way that, like, he slowly died, mm-hmm. and then just, like, took his mask off to see who he was, because he was the one that killed her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just like, damn, girl. Get his ass. <laughs> Get your life. <laughs> smack cam. <laughs> that them uploading shit to the deep webs. Oi. <laughs> Deep Web's creepy, man. That's I think it's, it's like some people might find this movie silly, but I'm just like, no, not the deep web, not the dark web, the deep web. God, the deep web is terrible. So speaking of, not even really deep web. Yeah. I have another reason to hate fucking Colin Hoover. Thanks to one of her little fucking fans who decided to show, hey, when I can't find a book that I want to read. Instead of being like, let's go to the library, let's show the website of called Z Library and have it go viral on TikTok. And then, like, they get shut down and they've arrested the Wait, guys that were Hoover? running it in Argentina. I'm like, Is she an author? Oh, she's a, she's a writer. It's yeah, familiar. she's an author. She's a <laughs> shitty romance Shit. author. And I'm just like, of Got course that. it was. Of course it was a Colleen Hoover fan. Because you guys can't just shut up and not say anything about stuff. And now we've lost the library, which, by the way, also had a lot of books that people uploaded, like, for people to read and, like, textbooks and things like Mm. that. And I'm like, I wish the government had this much energy for, like, I don't know, pedophile rings on the deep web and not, like, a Z Z library, but just, like, hey. No, we gotta take down libraries and drag brunches. We gotta... Those can't be... Yeah, I was... I'm glad I enjoyed this because I I started I was in a weird headspace when I started this movie I had like just found out the news about Colorado, um, but yeah. this was my only chance to watch it before so I was like I gotta pull through and luckily it was good it was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that <laughs> um do you want to wind down sure I can start I haven't I just I finished uh, Bad Feminist by Roxane Gay and now I'm reading The Godfather by Mario Puzo so. Big genre swoop. <laughs> hey, and the way he writes people having sex is extremely strange. Oh. And I don't like it. It's I, I'll read you a passage sometime. Or I'll take a picture and be like, please, for the love of God. Period. Someone stop men from writing. Just, just period. Stop writing. And then I haven't watched a ton lately, but yes. I did watch um, The African Queen. Um... Hey. Like the day before, I surprise, surprise, I'm back in New York City. Um, hey, so that was like the final film I watched with my parents. Um, and then the next day I moved. Uh, yeah. And then I, I also watched the next. I watched Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, which, dang, Elizabeth Taylor. Damn. Okay. Wow. Mhm. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Just sitting silent. 
She got that award, man. Yeah, Everyone yes. saw it was like, that's it. <laughs> Don't even bother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I watched the day before uh, Halloween, I watched Barbarian because everybody was talking about it. And I was like, what is this fucking movie? I know... I know Skarsgård is in it. I know Bill Skarsgård is in it. I gotta watch it for Bill. Gotta watch it for Bill. <laughs> What'd you think? Um, what a fucking movie, bro. Like, in a good, a good way. It's sure a movie. <laughs> yeah. I loved Barbarian. That's why I asked. And then, of course, for uh, Halloween, I watched Wendell and Wild, which was the new stop motion um, movie from uh, Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele. And it's so fun. And it's so good. Um, I like, like... And it's Henry Selleck directed it, right? Yes, he did, and Tom, Tim Burton yeah, wishes he was Henry Selleck. Mm-hmm. It's Sorry, just so me. fun, and it's just so creative, and I love the storytelling in it. And, like, you know how in most stop-motion pe- features, they, like, use CG or some kind of blend to, like, blend all, like, where the pieces of, like, the face fit together? They just left that mm. in this. Um... And I thought that was really interesting, but I also kind of, I really liked it. I thought it fit, like, I don't know why I thought it fit. It just would, like, in other stop motions, it would be distracting. But in here, it's like, oh, yeah, it makes sense for it to be like that. Um, and then, of course, I didn't watch anything for almost an entire month until I watched Christy. Oh, no, I take that back. Rewind. Um, I watched this 2011 um, Australian uh, found footage film called The Tunnel, um, and it doesn't star really any, if, unless you've watched Black Sails, the only guy you'll recognize in there is the guy that played John Silver, Luke Arnold, um, and sadly, he's not even in it that long, but it's a pretty solid found footage, and I'm, like, a huge fan of found footage stuff, so, like, you gotta, you gotta do it well for, it's kind of, like, it gives me as above, so below vibes, but, like, it goes into the sewers of, um, Australia because they were like we want to try to get water from underneath to like pump into the reserves because we're having such a bad drought and then like the government suddenly stops doing that and they're like hey why are you doing that and they won't answer and like the homeless are going missing in the sewer and so this crew tries to find out um what's going on down there and it's 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 a good feel it's good to put on and, and enjoy and I thought the the acting and it was pretty solid too, which is nice. And yeah, they're shaking cam, but thankfully not too much shaky cam. And you get various cam- camera angles, not like one single one. It's like there's like three cameras going at once. So it's, I don't know, it's good. Like there was a part in there that like there was such high tension that I was just kind of just sitting there just like something's going to happen at any second and I'm just going to jump out of my skin. But it was good. I, I enjoyed it anyways, so. That's really about all I've been up to. I've been too busy, uh, like, moving and working because mm-hmm. the uh, holidays are coming up and insanity, just insanity at all times. Well. So. You know. Yep, that's what uh, I've been up to. What about you? I'm looking back at what I've seen since we've recorded. So, well, oh, well, I saw... Um, the new All Quiet on the Western Front, and I'm gonna see it again because Daniel Brule's doing a Q and A in LA, and I'm like, the, the cryptid, the German cryptid, he's coming here. But um, in terms of horror, you know, this watched some stuff for Halloween. I I finally saw the new Scream movie and did not like it. <laughs> There's, I've been, I just want to like watch it just so I can be just like, I want to just you know add it. 
Um, they literally do like the serial killer gene from Riverdale like plot. Like I was like, are you kidding me? There's a part that made me like laugh out loud. Um, anyway, so yeah, I felt a bit crazy for that because everyone was telling me it was good, and I was like, this movie, <laughs> her. Um, but then we transitioned into noir vember, so I've been trying to. Watch, I haven't watched a lot, but I've tried to watch some film noir. Like I watched, I watched Stranger on the Third Floor, which is considered one of like the first film noirs, and Peter Laurie's there being creepy, which is always good, and has like a German expressionist nightmare sequence. Slay, you know. Uh, what else? And I watched. Uh, I watched the big combo, which is gay as shit. It has these two gay oh, like wow. henchmen in it. Slay. Like, oh my. I, <laughs> It literally, like, ends with, I hate gay people so much, it's unreal. Um, and another noir was uh, Bad Day at Black Rock. Uh, Spencer Tracy does karate in it. Like, what What can you say? <laughs> um, oh, and I last night I went to what was supposed to be a to Toby Hooper triple feature, but I had to tap out by the last one, so I didn't get to watch The Fun House. I need to watch that still. But it was Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then Eaten Alive, which I was just not vibing with. I don't know if I was tired or... It just wasn't for me. It has a wild ass cast. Like it has a young Robert England, who I. This is where Quentin Tarantino had to have gotten the line. My name's Buck, and I'm here to fuck because that's that's what his character says. Uh, William Finley from Phantom of the Paradise is there. A very young Kyle Richards, like pre-Halloween Kyle Richards, is the little girl in it. She's just running around screaming, being chased by this like crazy man who owns a crocodile. To these people, um, I don't know, dude. But yeah, the I think I was just maybe mad that they made me. See the dog get eaten. <laughs> we knew we knew what happened when the dog fell in the water. You didn't have to share it anyway. Um, oh my god! And then it's just been like Christmas stuff. Um, and like the documentary about Patricia Highsmith. Like this is what I've been up to. Jesus, um, that's that's on Canopy. If you want to see that, I've been. It 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 played during Outfest, but only in person, so I didn't make it to it. But yeah. I'm just like about to go full Christmas mode. We're like we're on Buble lockdown. <laughs> I might watch Carol tonight because oh it's Carol's gosh. anniversary. So we'll see. But that's it. Happy seven years. Woo! Anyways. Oh, oh! I missed a movie. What? I can't believe I missed a movie that I. Uh, there's a. It was called Sleep. It's on the Arrow um distribution like dvd like you do you remember that picture i sent of like this like white cover with like this girl in a red dress on it and it just said like sleep across the title oh but go on <laughs> um sorry uh, that's okay it's just like it's it's very it gives david david lynch like of surreal vibes this woman um is having nightmares that just repeat and she believes that they're like actual real uh nightmares that she's experiencing um and so in search for answers like after her mom falls into like this like shock like it's not like a coma but she's just like in a state of shock where she's just like basically not moving around at all um she encounters like an old family curse in this strange hotel that her mother has actually drawn out on a piece of paper and it just gets real wild cool it's real weird, but I really liked it, so, um, highly recommend. <laughs> oh, and now my thing's gonna be all messed up. Oh, right. Like, the second I watch a movie, I have to lock it in. I hope you have a good Thanksgiving. I hope the girl reading this has a good Thanksgiving for everyone listening. Um, 
And we'll have to stir something up. We'll have to stir something up good for Christmas. There is something coming out we could do, or we could find something else. I don't know if we'll talk about it. But but everyone have a good and safe Turkey Day. Uh, you can find me at Dyke Madden on Twitter if it's still there when we drop this. God. You can find me at LM Designs on Twitter and the podcast on Twitter at Horror Time Pod and Facebook at Stop Horror Time Pod. If you like what we do, uh, you can rate us on any of the platforms you use to listen to us. Uh, it does more just to spread us around, get more people interested, and hey, we're great for people who want to know more about horror and just can't watch it. So we will see you guys in December for Christmas time. Um, but until then, stay safe, have a good holiday, and we will see you later. Bye! Bye.